Welcome to Super Entrepreneurs Podcast. Today we have with us Dove Gordon. How are you, Dove? Doing great. Thanks for having me. No, it's my pleasure, my friend. We always like to kind of allow our guests to introduce themselves, what you're involved with, all the amazing stuff. So go ahead. Stage is yours. Um, well, I, I'm, I have a little company called ProfitableRelationships.com, and we help consultants get clients consistently by becoming under-the-radar leaders in their industry. And uh, that's Under the, sorry? Under the radar. Under-the-radar under the leaders. Okay. As opposed to celebrity guru that most people are promoting. Okay. Can you elaborate more on that? Sure. Um, you know, I think that, that there are, I mean, there are so many people out there who have, you know, really great, valuable skills, mm -hmm. but, and I'm including myself in here, but we're not natural marketers or salespeople. You know, we might be great in conversation with people. We might be great speaking from a stage, yeah. um, but we're just not the natural celebrity guru type and, okay. you know, not natural at, uh, you know, we, at, at, you know, getting out there, uh, clearly explaining what you do perhaps. Right. And something I've had to learn over the years. And I've also come to realize that I think that most people who are really good at what they do, they're, they're not necessarily looking to put themselves in the public eye in that way. We, we don't mind like if it catches up to us, but it feels awkward to do things that just don't feel like a fit for our personalities. And I think that's probably true for a good, you know, probably 80, maybe 85% of people. Um, and, you know, when you wake up in the morning and you have a lot to offer and you, and you say, well, but how do I get clients? Cause it turned out it's not as easy as I expected when I started this thing. Right. That's true for most people. Then, uh, then uh, you try this and that and you look around and everybody or most people that you come across, most of the advice is very much about, you know, putting yourself out there in one way or the other as you know, this uh, you know, you make yourself into a bigger deal. I think that, that, um, uh, most people would rather just, you know, they're not looking to have big, you know, multi seven figure businesses. I think most consultants uh, are looking to be doing great work with great clients and making a great mid to upper six figure income with time to enjoy it, time to travel with family once travel's uh, an option again, um, time to help you know, or, or the money to help family members who might need it. Mm -hmm. This is what I hear from people is, uh, and and, uh, you know, what, 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 what I needed and I've had to develop over the years and what I help others with is really simplifying. You know, you don't have to be a big marketer. You need to, by, by developing and cultivating a relatively small number of relationships, you can really become what I think of as an under-the-radar leader in your industry. And generally, these are people who are comfortable reaching out, talking to somebody. They're, they're probably already getting to know a lot of different people, making introductions amongst them. And I've uh, developed for myself and now sharing with others a very you know, simple approach to turning that work that you're often already doing, that, that outreach, that relationship building and cultivating, turning that from a, just a big shot in the dark, never really know what's going to lead to clients, if at all, into a, um, a, a revenue stream all on its own. That's the... Uh, that's the high level. I can keep going or yeah, I want to elaborate on that. So say for example, there's a consultant, how can you 
strategically help them gain more clients? Like, what do you do? You do ads or something, or what do you no, do? So let's so let's say you know I've got a client. Um, actually, I, I worked with him a few years ago. So um, he's a a high level consultant. A new client for him is worth about uh, two hundred thousand dollars up to low seven figures, and mm-hmm. a project will run ninety days to a year, year and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he's dealing with larger companies. His ideal clients are half billion dollar plus businesses. Um, he's dealing, his projects run across multiple, you know, multiple um, silos in an organization, multiple divisions perhaps. And uh, it's a complex sale, therefore multiple people involved. He's going to have to have the managing director, the CEO, or whoever it might be. Uh, in most cases, we'll have to sign off, not just because it could be a very high fee, but because it also influences heavily how certain work is done uh, between different departments. So there's a good chance that someone's got to say, hey, all of you work together, at least that much. You know, you should do this. I want you to do this. Um, because he's dealing with new product development. You know, often companies um, are developing a new product and it turns out that it's going to take much longer than, than, than they expected. It's going to it's going to cost more. You know, the, the, the CEO is, is tired of hearing from all these people. Hey, we need more resources. We need more people. We need more time. And they often end up going back to standard product, um, uh, project management uh, solutions or approaches. And my client has uh, realized or figured out whatever it is he's realized and figured out that has a much higher success rate of getting projects back on track and uh, getting the work done in less time for less cost. So the challenge for him though, is it's a high value sale. It's a big, important transformation worth millions of dollars for the right clients, but it's really hard for him to get across to that managing director, to that CEO. Mm-hmm. So ads isn't going to do it, right? He can be pursuing yeah. a lot of speaking engagements. Exactly. You, can, yeah. you, know, you can't do, um, he can spend all his time posting content and maybe he'll reach somebody or, I said to him, so you should start what I think of as an alchemy network. And that is a network or a small community that you curate. You don't, not everybody gets in. You can invite uh, people, uh, um, let's say potential clients in this case, or recommenders, right? Uh, Take a quick step back. There are three types of members you might have. Number one is colleagues of yours. And these are people who market and sell and serve similar audiences. And these are people who, like, if, if they introduce you to their audience, you introduce uh, them to, to your audience and so on. Uh, everybody benefits because the pie expands. The second type of person you might have in your alchemy network is a potential client. Like, so you may have a, a network comprised of ideal clients. Mm-hmm. So in his case, maybe it would be CEOs of half billion dollar plus companies. However, that's not always very easy to do. In, in fact, that's uh, very, very difficult to do. Right. So, I mean, these people, their, their time uh, is, uh, you know, amongst the most uh, pursued in in the whole world. So uh, in that case, I suggested, well, why don't you start a network for recommenders? Recommenders are people one or two levels down who have budget, they have the ability to make decisions uh, and they're kind of stuck with these issues. And, um, and that's your foot in the door. Now, so what he did was uh, we um, formed a network for R&D directors at these companies. Mm-hmm. And these are people, you know, one or two levels down. They are dealing, they're frustrated 
um, because they often have the accountability for these results, but they lack the authority because they're also um, their results are being influenced by other departments. Uh, so they have authority to some degree uh, or accountability to a great degree, some budget. Um, they can't really fix everything. So they're frustrated. So he started reaching out to these people, finding them on LinkedIn, reaching out cold. We've evolved a number of messages, uh, not the kind of standard stuff that you're going to find getting, you know, an automated messaging, although, um, you know, there's a time and place for that. Um, but started reaching out to people, uh, a, a, you know, a, a curated list of uh, people who fit the right profile and started getting responses from these people. And I remember when he, he sent me an email saying, wow, I got, I think he's, I think it was uh, five senior executives at these half billion dollar plus businesses booked themselves on his calendar within, it was, uh, I think it was 48 to 72 hours. So um, that's a pretty good response. Four of those ended up joining his alchemy network. The fifth one he felt wasn't a fit and that's fine. So now once, what is this alchemy network? So now he has a network that, um, he has members. The members are people who are well-placed across his industry at these major companies across the United States. So you create, you create these networks for each client? No, it's a network that brings them all together mm -hmm. because they all have the, the, the two foundational strategic decisions you make when forming an alchemy network are number one, who is my, you know, who, who's the ideal member? And number two, what's the big idea that would make them want to participate? Okay. Okay. So we, we, got, we, we did work on that. It's uh, you know, one of those questions that are easy to ask, but not very easy to answer, right? So, um, so and, and over time, he's grown that to dozens and dozens. I don't know the current number, but I know it continues to grow that with, uh, of, of these R&D directors who are well-placed uh, in these companies across the industry. Mm -hmm. And what he can do is then we developed a process whereby he – he starts to, uh, he builds relationships with each one. And, you know, the R&D director may not be able to make a decision about a big project, but the R&D director could sign up for a twenty or $25,000, you know, small term, small range project mm -hmm. that he helps them go from A to B over the next 60, 90 days. Then the R&D director can go to the CEO uh, or managing director and say, hey, you know, this is what I did with Mike. Look at the results. Uh, the next stage involves other departments. I need, I need you to take a look at this because you're frustrated. Uh, now, interesting aside, um, often the CEO or managing director doesn't even know how to, wouldn't know how to buy his services, even though they have to, because they know that they're frustrated that there are delays and so on, but they don't necessarily understand the, the cause. But once, once there's an approach in this way, um, now we start, now he's got a, a, you know, a, um, he's got his foot in the door. He's got kind of backdoor access to the offices of his ideal clients. How? Not by, you know, he does, he does have a couple of books, but he's not like a celebrity. People don't know him mm -hmm. even in his industry. Some people have heard of him. He does, he does put out some work, uh, you know, on social media and so on, but he's not a, he's not a celebrity guru mm -hmm. type. He's not famous mm -hmm. and he's not necessarily interested in being, he's not interested in growing a big company. He's interested in having, you know, three, four, five clients a year. Because for him, that's a great, nice, great income, nice lifestyle. Mm -hmm. So now the interesting thing is that you could run these alchemy networks for free, or you could charge a nominal fee of a thousand, two thousand dollars a year, 
And now you've suddenly turned a lot of the work you've been doing for free as a consultant into a brand new, you know, low six figure revenue stream. And that's remarkable. And I think, I think it's worth doing. Even sometimes I advise a client to do it for free or to have a, a very, you know, like maybe $500 a year, depends on the situation. But, you know, um, if you end up putting in, you know, 50, 100 members over a year or two, um, you get yourself to a point where you're bringing in 50, 100, $200,000 a year. Uh, and that's for the kind of outreach and relationship building that so many consultants are doing anyway. There are a lot of people who are just really good it's at like what a, they do. It's like a movement, right? Like you're creating a movement. You can call it a movement if you okay. want. You know, I mean, they're not going to go out to the streets and, you know, with signs, but... Uh, Private but, movement. But it's a small community, uh, you know, um, of uh, people who are drawn together by, uh, like, like a, you know, there has to be that big idea. So in that mm -hmm. sense, yes, you know, they're... They're, you know, bringing human beings together for uh, a common purpose mm -hmm. that they all care about is the oldest thing, I suppose, or one of the oldest things, right? Mm -hmm. So that's what we're doing. Um, you know, and in, in, in many ways, there's nothing new about it. Mm -hmm. But in, in other ways, it's not so easy to do. And I'll be honest, I, I've been running an, my own network. I now mm -hmm. have two, but I was running um, my JVMM network, which is a, a network of colleagues of mine for, for over 10 years. And the thought occurred to me a few years ago that I should maybe start teaching other people how to do this. But the first thought that came after that was, well, what am I going to teach them? It's just so easy. It's so simple. There's <laughs> yeah. nothing to it. Yeah. I mean, sure, I'm doing it well, but like anybody can do this, right? Until I started helping some clients to build their own. And I started to realize how much there really is involved in it. It's so, surprised, it's so surprising that when you see something that might seem so simple to set up and, and create, but when you actually get into it, you realize that it's so much more to it. Because when you yeah. probably did it, you probably just did it as, as you were doing on a daily basis, didn't realize what else, so much stuff that goes into it, right? Absolutely. And it, it's apparently there's a name for this, the expert's curse, right? Where You've mastered something, you know, you're an expert at something and maybe, you know, we don't, we often don't appreciate that not everybody can do what we can do. So it's not, it's not saying negative about them in any way. It's just that I've put in a certain, you know, work and a certain, you know, mastering certain crafts and processes and skills and most other people have it. Mm -hmm. So, um, Anyway, so as I started to slowly work with a few clients, I suggested, hey, I think you can design a, an alchemy network that would serve you. Um, you know, and I started to realize that there, was, there is a lot more involved in here. And I did narrow the focus of my own coaching and consulting business to ProfitableRelationships.com. That's where I moved everything to um, because it kind of captures what we're all about at this point. And I've narrowed it to helping people become that under the radar leader in their industry as a way of... Um, generating ideal clients in a, a more consistent basis. So say if they weren't under the radar, could they still create something like this? Absolutely. Yeah. It's just that I need to talk to somebody, right. You know, I need to narrow my messaging, right. I, if I, you know, so like often, you know, there are people who are more of the celebrity guru types, yeah. um, you know, everybody's seeking them out, you know, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, that's, that's, I'm sure that's not completely true because they always, there's always another level. There's always another, you know, there's always another thing they're aiming for. Or always, um, maybe a lot of people who are seeking them out, they would like to hide from, right? So every, everything has its own pros and cons. And I don't mean yeah. to make it sound like, like it's easier for them. Mm -hmm. it, it's not, it's just different. 
But I think that we need to find systems that work for our personalities, for our values. So say, for example, let's use a, a, a case study. For example, if we pick a mentor on, you know, on personal development, for example, how could you help them from start to finish? I, I, I don't want you to like, you know, all the details, but just an idea of someone when they're listening, they can see how they can utilize your, your service. So the, the first question, you know, we, we look at is how does this fit into your business? Because mm-hmm. with, uh, with, with some exceptions, perhaps, um, we want to see, we want to kind of have a little model of like, what is it that you're ultimately selling? Okay. You know, and, and we can think of it as one of those product pyramids where mm-hmm. the high top of the pyramid is a, something you sell for a higher, higher mm-hmm. price, higher mm-hmm. value. <clears throat> and, you know, maybe there's a step or two in between and the lowest level is the, you know, perhaps your alchemy network. Mm-hmm. And the idea is that let's say you're reaching out to potential members, pot- potential clients and, and, and this is, by the way, a, a really powerful application of this. Um, if you're selling to people, oftentimes I'll say to you, you know, Shahid, I love what you're talking about. I really think we need it. We're not ready. We've got too much on our plate, yeah. but I think in six months from now, that's when we'll be ready. Could you get back to me in six months? And you mm-hmm. say, sure, no problem. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you, you set your calendar reminder to pop mm-hmm. up in five months because you take yeah. initiative, right? Mm-hmm. And in five months, you reach out and say, hey, it's Shahid. Remember you asked me to get back to you? And they say, oh, I wish you got back to me last month. We just went with this competitor. I just it forgot about you, right? It happens, yeah. So what could you do to prevent that? Mm-hmm. Right. So you, you could, there are, you know, standard things. Number one is that then when they say, get back to me in six months, you could say, well, sure. Um, and, and then you add them to your email list with permission. Yep. And then you send them some an email once or twice a week or sometimes mm-hmm. less often. And, uh, and, and that's okay. Um, the problem is that, you know, you know, even if it shows that they open the email, you don't really know if they read it. And, and the information flow is one way, right? They're getting things from you. You're not necessarily hearing back from them. Another thing you could do is similar. You could send them a book. You could send them some of these cutesy mm-hmm. gifts for design to <clears throat> get them to open, the, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, that often feels forced for many people. It mm-hmm. doesn't feel very natural. And it's like they're always kind of fig- trying to figure out what's, uh, what's good for this person. Again, all these ideas, I think, are, are good and have their place. But it's not, you know, it, there's an alternative. And that's what we're getting to. Um, what if instead you say, hey, you know, uh, I, I completely understand. It does definitely seem like you have a lot on your plate uh, and I'll be very happy to get back to you in six months. Let me suggest something uh, that might be even better because X, Y, and Z are issues for you. Those are the issues that you talked about. Um, and you're likely to come across problems related to it over the next six months. Why don't you join my alchemy network, which you have a name for that resonates with your ideal client, ideal member. Um, it's only a thousand or two thousand dollars a year, and that's just because I, I want to know who wants to be there. Um, you participate as much or as little as you want. <clears throat> There's no obligation to. Like, it's not something you have to make time for. It's something that, that when something comes up or when you see um, that that you stand to gain, then then you participate. So it's not another obligation. Um, and um, you know, anytime an issue comes up, you can reach out to me, the other members. We have certain ongoing conversations via email, perhaps, or you know, email group, or however, whatever platform you decide to to set up. Uh, I do recommend generally Google Groups, uh, which is email based, and um, you know, and maybe we ha- you have a call once a month. You have various things going on. If they say, yeah, sure, okay, yeah, I like you. You're, you assume that I mean, it sounds like a good good deal. Like you, you can I can ask you questions if something comes up. Sure. 
So now the person has paid a thousand or two thousand dollars for you to to be in your network. Um, six weeks from now, you can reach out and say, "Hey, Bob, just wondering um, if we can get on a quick ten minute call to find out what you're dealing with, just so I can guide some of the conversations going in a way that would be particularly valuable for you and therefore others as well." Now you're on a quick. There's a good chance though they have they'll be happy to talk to you. Why? Because you're. It's all about them. It's all about they're real issues that they're dealing with right now. And you bring together people who are on a similar path and similar companies, um, perhaps even competitors. I don't, you know, I, I like to bring, create network that includes competitors. I think yeah, there's, there's a lot natural. of space for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's natural, but it's something most people uh, assume is, is the wrong way, but it's really the right way. Uh, and, um, and, and now suddenly you have two-way communication, now suddenly you've been paid to maintain that relationship with a potential client. Now in three and a half or four months, when they're starting to realize that they're ready, they remember you. You are the first one they think of, not the one they forgot of about. Of course. Mm-hmm. Now you've got that two-way communication. Mm-hmm. That's good. So that's, that's a big part of, uh, of what, we're, what we're developing uh, mm-hmm. with an alchemy network. So mm-hmm. you asked me, hey, what would I have them do? right? The first thing is get clear. Who is that ideal member? Number two, oh, sorry. The first thing is figure out how does this fit with your overall strategy? Like what's your business? Mm-hmm. So I just mapped out for you how that one way that that practically really fits in. Yeah. So if you're selling, you know, six figure consulting projects or even mm-hmm. five figure, uh, maybe you know, lower price, whatever, I mean, there's different models of how we'd go about it, depending on what you're selling ultimately. So the first step is to figure out what is that, what does that business model look like? And where does it make sense for an alchemy network to be added? Uh, if it does, um, I think in many, many cases it does. I'm sure there are some cases where it's just not a fit. It doesn't make any sense. Um, so then, uh, then you got to get clear who is the ideal member, because let's say in my other client's case, um, the, even though his uh, decision maker is the CEO or managing director of the half billion dollar plus business, mm-hmm. the, the ideal member is going to be the recommender because the likelihood mm-hmm. that he's going to fill a, a network of CEOs and managing directors of companies of that side is, is very low. Is it doable? Of course it's doable. And there are groups like that, but does he, is he somebody who wants to play in that game suddenly? Not necessarily because suddenly he has to expand his expertise and the conversations that he's comfortable talking about beyond where he, you know, his area of mastery, because the CEOs and managing directors at that level, they're dealing with a lot of issues and across their company. So does he want, right? You know, there's the, the point is he doesn't have to get into something to hold all these additional areas that he doesn't necessarily have the expertise for. And he doesn't have the colleague level credibility in that area, but he does have world-class skills at the area that makes sense for the R&D directors. Am I, am I making sense? Mm-hmm. So, so the, the third decision is that big idea, right? So business model, uh, who's the ideal member? Um, and then third decision is what's that big idea? And like any messaging, uh, the best messaging is going to be simple and it's tricky to get to, you know, and, and there may be, may be various evolutions as you get started until you find the thing that, that really nails it with certain people uh, with the ideal member. Um, and then you get started. You know, uh, we break it down into four phases. There's design it, there's launch it, there's lead it, and then leverage or monetize it. Um, because once you have people in your, who are members, 
and when I, uh, you know, even if they paid a thousand or two thousand dollars a year, um, then monetize it is developing simple systems for you know build building deeper relationships with people in your network and making it clear to them when they should reach out or when they should be talking to you about some higher level uh, sale or consulting with you. So what is the what, in your point of view, what would be the difference of this compared to like Facebook groups or other platforms that are out there where you can just sign up? They're like, you know, some of them are even free or there's some fee per month and you can create um, a community with, with permissions and all those kind of things. Um, how would your service be compared to those? Well, I mean, those are technology platforms. You know, and, and there are a lot of them. And the question is, uh, I mean, we're going to use some kind of platform in forming your alchemy network. And, you know, in, in some ways it's similar, in some ways it's different. So let's just, be, you know, let me try to answer that. Uh, what we're doing is not about this or that technology platform. Anybody can start a Facebook group. The great value that you're bringing when you form an alchemy network for um, ideal clients or recommenders uh, and also in a bit of a different way for colleagues, that's the third category, remember, mm-hmm. um, what you're doing is the, the value you're bringing is curation, conversation, and education. So you're curating. You're not allowing anybody in. I mean, and genuinely, I don't mean like answer these three questions to get in our Facebook group. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, like you're have you're, you're having conversations with every potential member. So in that case, it's not it's more intimate. Yes, it's not scalable in the way that, 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 hey, just buy my course and then we'll add you to my Facebook group and you'll be on my calls. Right? It's also, there's also strategy behind it because you're not, yeah. you're not just signing up for a thing and trying to figure it out. You're coming as a consultant saying, what do you do? What is mm-hmm. the purpose here? Let me design it for you. Let's launch it kind of thing, right? So it's huge, the value behind consulting on an idea than just trying to go on and do it yourself, right? Yeah, exactly. Look, I mean, you know, again, this is the kind of thing that's, uh, it's not rocket science in, mm. in, in terms of the steps that you follow, but in mm. terms of, but neither is hitting a golf ball. You yeah. know, you hit the ball. Well, there's marketing. Direction. There's a design behind this though, right? Like yeah, I know, I know we can, I know we can simplify it by saying that, you know, anyone could do it. It's not rocket science, but, but, there's but I, yeah, like those, those specific, um, the actual, you know, the flow, the sales flow of the whole thing, the marketing, uh, what they, what they're mm-hmm. servicing, what they're selling, what their product is, that entire design to put it all together. You need, you need a system, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's the overall system and that breaks down into processes and you need the skills to work those processes so that the systems flow. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and there are certain strategic decisions that you want to hash out. There's certain messaging aspects of this. Like I said, you know, that big idea, how do you talk about it? I mean, anybody mm-hmm. who's struggled to come up to articulate what they're trying to say with any kind of marketing messaging or sales messaging, we know that it's tricky. You know, mm-hmm. we all, no, nobody wants to sound like everybody else. And you, uh, at the same time, you need a message that gets the attention and interest of your ideal client. They read it, they hear it, they see it, and they think, huh, yeah, what's that all about? Uh, and it also has to be something that you feel good being the bearer of that message, carrying mm. that message. It's not just about something that some copywriter decides you should say, you know, mm. because often the copywriter might have something clever, but it doesn't work for you. 
So what kind of, does it matter any industry or anything? Like, for example, um, if you need to create this for mindset, for example, could that be done or is that too generic and it's too available well, online? Um, I, I think, look, again, I think that, that it probably could be done for just about anything as long as you have something that, you know, that will get the attention and interest of your ideal clients. And it needs to bring together some big idea. Right. Mm. Um, so, so if we can nail down who's that ideal, again, how does that fit into your strategy, your overall business model? Number one, how do you want to, that way we're not, we're building something that not for its own sake, but for the bigger purpose of growing your business, mm -hmm. of course, then number two is who is the ideal member? And number three is what is their interest? You know, how do, well, the way I, the way I explain it is that there are only two things that anybody is ever interested in. And we need to talk about one or both of those two things in our marketing and our sales, or else we don't, we will not get their attention and interest. We might get attention, but not interest. Interest means they change their plans in your direction based on your message. Okay. So what are those two things? You have to talk about a problem they have and don't want, and, or we talk about a result they want and don't have. So if you can talk about a problem they have and don't want, and, or if you talk about a result they want and don't have, then we can formulate that into some kind of big idea. Now, when it comes to mindset, um, the tricky thing about mindset is, um, is that, you know, what is the problem you're helping solve for who? What is the result you're enabling there for who? There has to be a skill set with it. Probably, or some clear transformation, right? Mm -hmm. That a certain types of people are very interested in. So, you know, there, look, there are, individuals who have been successful with, you know, mindset type marketing or sales, obviously the, the, the biggest one is, you know, most well-known is Tony Robbins, who he's had, you know, success that many others have not been able to duplicate. Um, but, you know, that's, he's got a unique personality, you know, very unique, charismatic guru type. I'm not yeah. your guru, right? Yeah. But still, you know, um, but, um, and there definitely have been others on, on a different scale. So um, I, I think it definitely can be done, but it requires thought. It requires, um, you know, strategy. You study with Bob Proctor, right? Yeah. Right. I saw that somewhere. So, yeah. um, uh, so, I mean, he's, he's done a remarkable job and I mean, he's a, he's a remarkable person. Yes. Uh, you know, I think that, that a big part of his appeal uh, and this is, this is a good thing, right? Is just who he is as a person. You know I mean? He just lives, he lives what he teaches as, he lives, few, as few people do. Yeah. He lives human potential. Like that's what he lives and breeds and, and the focus is around reprogramming the mind, just like Tony Robbins. It's just, they're just different. You know, they're just, they yeah. have their uniqueness. So um, yeah. yeah, this, this could be something with the, with the, with the, with the idea of, you know, subconscious reprogramming type of a group where people are coming in and seeing results, you know, there's by being a member, they're actually seeing monthly results that is going to be attractive for people. That's definitely possible. Although, you know, again, I, I feel that, that there's a difference between a coaching program and an, and an alchemy network as yeah. I, as I recommend it. Yeah. You know? So a product it, launch, a product launch would also be good, right? What do you mean? Like, like to, if you're doing a product launch and you have stakeholders that you want to bring in to join or purchase. Okay. But also do it that way too. Right. Um, 
I want to be sure I'm following. So you have a product launch, but what are you launching? Like a so program, like, a, t- a training program, a coaching like, program? Like, so say if it's a, for example, program for, you know, um, specific industry where it's a product that they could utilize for their industry, um, you create this group where you get those stakeholders into it where they could, you know, try mm-hmm. that product initially in that formation. Maybe it's not continuous every year, but if mm-hmm. you wanted to do a product, product launch within 12 months and create it for a short term, basically yeah, like a short term. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Now I got it. Yeah, for sure. There, I see this as, you know, again, going back to what, what I, what I've done for myself and helped some clients do is really just figure out a, you know, a, a bit of a nuanced particular model of bringing people together for a common purpose, you know, mm-hmm. and yeah. it happens to be that what, some of the things that are unique about this is that if you choose to, you can turn this into a, you know, a, a revenue model, uh, which is great. I, I mean, I haven't done this with large consulting firms yet or larger service businesses of mm-hmm. one kind or another, um, but I'd love to, you know, so I'll just throw that out there. See who yeah. comes back yeah. because I, I think that doesn't have to be, you know, in their case, you know, maybe the, uh, you know, the hundred grand, 200 grand isn't a big deal, but what is the big deal? First of all, it might mm-hmm. pay you the salary of, of a key uh, salesperson, mm-hmm. but what is the big deal is the, the fruit, you know, the, the sales that could result from, from this mm-hmm. uh, and, and yeah. the way that it's an easy next step. It's an easy mm-hmm. yes for a lot of people who may not be ready right now. It's also a great place for past clients or present clients to network and get and, and benefit from it. Mm-hmm. So again, the, no. the key bringing versus a coaching or consulting project is um, curation and conversation. So you, you really want to help have people. The, the big distinction I, I see is that when you're coaching somebody or consulting for them, you're taking them by the hand and you're leading them from A to B to C to D. You're leading them from where they are to where they want to be, helping them um, mm-hmm. transform in specific ways to get specific outcomes over here everybody has an interest in some kind of transformation in this direction, in in a very particular direction. However, as the leader of it, what you're doing is you're curating so that not everybody is going to be in this and that, and and make, and kind of greasing the wheels for conversations so that this, this curated group could have conversations with precisely people who are on the same path, maybe a little ahead, a little behind and can add a lot to their own thinking. But the next step would be, now some people will get what they need from that, but whatever percentage of your network, maybe 10%, 20%, 30%, they're going to want more. They're going to want to mm-hmm. work with you and have you work with them to take them from A to B to C to D, mm-hmm. whether it's some kind of coaching or consulting. And that's what, that would be moving them up on the pyramid yes. that we talked about earlier. Value ladder, right? From there. Yeah. Value Excellent. Yeah. So what's... um. We always like to ask our guests what's their superpower, the inner superpower that got them to this point in your career, in your business. Inner superpower. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm probably pretty good listener. Oh, you know, pretty good that's listener. A, that's an art. <laughs> yeah. That so, listening uh, is such an art. Well, thank you. Um, Why do you say that? Though? Like, is that something that you, you can, you don't, you just, you're focused in, like, I love learning about this stuff from people, especially when I hear about people have, you know, really good listening skills, but I, because I find that to be a, 
a very unique skill. <laughs> so, because well, it's really, um, you know, you need to be really focused, right? I, perhaps. I mean, I, I, I learned over the years that, you know, a lot of people, when you're trying to sell something, they try to convince. They think that sales mm-hmm. is getting them to buy. It's mm-hmm. convincing. And it's really not. Sales is really leadership. Mm-hmm. And so once you realize that, that, you know, I also, I had to, compl- I had to really completely get rid of any feeling of neediness, whether mm-hmm. I was needy or not, you mm-hmm. know, because when you're needy as a salesperson mm-hmm. uh, and, and every consultant or coach is selling. So um, when you're, when you're needy, then obviously that comes through and it, it drives people away. Because, people can see it. Yeah. I'm going to vibrationally. Yeah. I'm, I'm going yeah, to hire you to lead me to, a place I don't want to be. I mean, they want to see evidence that you, 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 you're already at that place, mm-hmm. you know, at least in yeah. some major way, yes. but I'm not sensing that. Right. I'm yeah. sensing certain desperation, but you know, everybody wants, people want to feel the confidence or the, the transcendence in some major area. And when we're needy, it would just kind of undermines that. Mm. It gives the opposite feeling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we had to really come to, recognize that. And, and then it's a matter of skills, right? When you're not needy, you're freer to listen. And then it's a matter of how do you listen skills? It's a matter of recognizing that when somebody says, Hey, I don't pretend I understood. That's what I did with you before. Like you said something and I, I mm. could have just run with it. Yeah. And there, you know, in years past, mm. I probably would have, but I didn't understand it. And my response yeah, might have way. fooled you, so to speak, it may have not, or maybe I take mm. the politician's approach and I just go off and say whatever it is that I, that I want to say anyway. Right. Mm, mm. But you know, people, if, if you're talking to somebody and they're a potential client, they need to feel hurt. Mm. They need to feel like, wow, you understand me. And, and what do they, they want to feel you understand where they're coming from, where they're mm. headed, where they are, and what are the obstacles in their way? Mm-hmm. And sometimes you need to be able to ask clarifying questions, yes. you know, specific types of questions. And then, mm-hmm. And you need to be conscious or, or learn to be aware of when you didn't understand it. Sometimes we're so busy thinking about what we're going to say next that yeah. someone said, they answer you, you don't fully understand it, but you just mm. keep moving and you don't even mm. realize that you just missed. No. I mean, that was a glaring red it's, sign they're waving at you and you just missed it. Yeah. And it's honestly, it's like what I call is ex- exclusive listening, right? It's exclusive listening. Your, your mind is so focused in tune with the person that, that you just need to make sure you're serving you're there to serve. You're just there for that person. When you right. go with that attitude, vibrationally, everything just matches. You're, you're speaking heart to heart. It's a conversation. Even if they don't buy it, you serve them, right? You help them with something. Absolutely. So, yes. Yeah. That's excellent. Yeah. I like that superpower. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was great having you, Dove. You're, you're, you have a great personality. Thank you so much for taking the time. Thanks for to come on. The, yeah, no, a, a pleasure. And hopefully we'll stay in touch. Uh, the biggest, the number one thing I love about podcasting is building relationships. So I'm grateful to have Absolutely. met you. Um, we met before too on email, but and clubhouse as well, but in face to face, you know, um, and I'm, I'm appreciative that if I can help in any way make sure you can reach out. And if you have any final words for the audience, um, please go ahead. Well, I just want to say likewise, if I can give any help to you or anybody listening, mm-hmm. uh, that could reach me at, um, I'll just mention my email list and, and, uh, a gift to the training if they want. Anyone's interested in training, uh, on some of the things I talked about, about building an alchemy network, we've got some free training at profitablerelationships.com forward slash super E in honor of 
the Super Entrepreneurs Podcast. So that super is amazing. E. So that's forward slash super E. Uh, and Dove, D-O-V, at ProfitableRelationships.com if uh, there's anything I might be able to help you with. Awesome. Thank you, Dove. Thank you so much again. And audience, make sure you check Dove out. Get in touch with him. Check out his work. He's on the show for a reason. He's a, he's a gem of a guy when it comes to sales and anything that you need to grow your business. So definitely get in touch with him. And again, I appreciate all of you, love all of you, and thank you so much, Dove, and have a great day.